Warning, Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, here Dancing it goes. around him, reciting <laughs> poetry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. No, why? <laughs> oh, well, big surprise. Oh God. <laughs> Dead on the bathroom floor. <gasps> Did it? It's okay. Oh. <laughs> All right, so, Miriam, hang on a second. What are you rustling? I've got, I have like my sanitary pads are sitting on the desk and I'm hiding them in the drawer. Okay, ready. All right, Miriam, what are you drinking today? Today, Tres, I am drinking. Uh, it's a passion fruit tea from. Mmm, <gasps> I, I love passion, passion fruit, fruit. tea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good hot and it's good cold. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's, I love like teas like that. Uh, it's from Touch Organic, Organic White oh. Tea Passion Fruit. And it's in a little pyramid bag. So it's so cute. Nice. It smells great. Kind of sounds like a condom brand, Touch Organic. <laughs> you know, like a sexual pleasure line. <laughs> yeah. Touch. It's, Touch organic. Direct touch, you know. Latex free. Yeah. Passion fruit flavoured. Ah! <laughs> so that's where my, my mind's going today. Mm. Um, I'm sure it's very tasty. I love passion fruit. I don't think you could... I would struggle to find passion fruit tea here. Really? I would. I don't... Yeah. Fruity teas are very popular over here. Right. Mm-hmm. You can even get it in like noodle restaurants and dumpling restaurants just right ha- yeah yeah they also oh, have like so cool one that's nice over here is like in all the vietnamese restaurants it must be like a vietnamese thing it's a watercress tea never heard of that it, it is w- so good w- is it yeah watercress and they put like honey in it but, but okay yeah it's good it's i good. just think of watercress on my salad or on my egg mayo sandwich mm-hmm yeah Next hmm. time, put it in some hot water. <laughs> put, it, put it in the tea. You never think to do that. It's tasty. Hmm. Okay. What about you? What are you drinking? I am having a Pucka Revitalize. It's, oh, you've changed it up? I have changed it up. I love, I do love this one. So it's a warming burst of cinnamon, cardamom and ginger. So a lot oh. of my favourite things. Whenever I was a kid, I hated ginger, but now I love it. Really? Yeah, I hear it. I, I thought it was really ginger. spicy. It used to burn my tongue. It, 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 that's what I love about it, the peppery <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I love ginger snaps. We've definitely oh, had this conversation before. Ginger yeah. snaps. You so don't good. see them that really? often. No. Daddy, Daddy loves them too. They have to be really fresh though. You ever had one that's a few days old? Oh, no, they have to you be crunchy. You leave the packet open. Yeah, the worst. Oh, you ever been in someone's house and they serve you a biscuit and it's not fresh? I feel like soft. such a snob. But you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's well, that biscuit that the packet has been open and they've gone soft. Oh, it's the worst. I can't. It is. Ooh, you, can, just, you know you can put biscuits in the fridge. I would never think to do that. Like we I would think that that would make them go it doesn't. Would they not absorb the moisture in the fridge? No. No what moisture no. in the fridge? Well, like, do you know when Why is your fridge, fridge wet? Kind of... 
you're revealing my poor housekeeping. And we're like, <laughs> I mean, it's cold. Do you know, it's like almost condensation is cold. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that you could do that. I'm going to experiment now. I put my crackers in the fridge. Really? Yeah, and they don't go off. Uh, and they stay fresh and, cr- and crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you being serious? Swear to God. God. God, you learned something new. Well, it's quite. Day. It can be quite humid over here. So, like, we even put our Cheetos in the fridge, Tris. Miriam, you are blowing my mind. I keep all my dry goods in. We have like beside our fridges, like a kind of like a boiler uh-huh. room that kind of has a shelf in it, and we keep all because it's very warm beside the dry. boiler, so it dries it everything out. So mm-hmm. we keep all our dried stuff in there. Oh, that's that's not bad. It idea, is handy. Though. It is mm-hmm. handy. Yeah. <coughs> no, right. we keep ours. We even have we put our Cheetos, biscuits, that uh, crackers, yeah, Cheetos we'll in, in the fridge. But like, so if you have Cheetos and like you roll them up and like you sell tape it or put an elastic band yeah. around it in in the cupboard, after yeah. a few days they will still be a little bit stale. Like the, like mm. a little bit of air does get to them. But yeah. if you put them in the fridge, they don't even need to be like tightly sealed. That's no, we, we'll bonkers. Just, I've been throwing it out is so weird. many crisps. Now I'm going to eat it them is... all and that's not good for me. <laughs> it oh. is weird that they're like cold. But... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. The I guess potatoes you just... are freezing, but it's that's so crispy. Really weird. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> but we're going to... It's gonna. It's not gonna be as happy as that from here on out because that's all. That's all the lulls. We've had our Cheeto chat now, and we're gonna. We're gonna get back in picking up on the Mary Bell story. We're at the trial now, so it's. Oh, do you want to recap from last week on what? Yeah. Happened. Do you? Can you remember, or do you want me to recap for you? Um. Let me see if I can do it. I believe, yeah. I believe Mary Bell, Mary is 13, Mary is 11. Her friend, mm-hmm. is it Naomi? Norma. No- Norma, Norma is, Norma. <laughs> Norma is 13. And they've been sort of on a yeah. little crusade, like killing the local neighborhood <laughs> boys. <laughs> Children. Yeah. First they killed. Really young boys. Yeah. First they killed Martin. And he was five. Mm-hmm. Martin was four. Four. Um, and they were very bizarre. They wanted to see the dead body and stuff. Um, and then they killed, oh, I forget, the, James? Uh, sorry, Brian. And he was three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with the second murder, they mutilated the body quite badly. Mm-hmm. And the cops could tell it was children. And they were able to mm-hmm. track down. Mary and Norma, and they did like a psych test, and Mary showed a personality trait of a psychopath, while Norma, what had uh, developmental intellectual development delay, mm-hmm. and she was so they gathered that Norma was a follower, and this was all instigated by mm-hmm. Mary. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. there's usually that's usually how it plays out. There is a a leader and a follower. True. Sadly. True. So that brings us up to the trial for the actual murders. And this happened on the 5th of December, 1968. Mm-hmm. Both girls pleaded not guilty. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. 
and against protests from both defence counsels on the first day of the trial, Judge Cusack waived the defendant's rights to anonymity on account of their age. As such, the media were allowed to publicise the names, ages and photographs of both girls. What? Yeah. They're like they're children. Mental. They are children, children. Oh, the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, blew my mind. Totally blew my mind. What are you doing, Judge? I don't know. I'd say he was angry, but that, I mean, you gotta play by the rules anyway. Yeah. So, on the fifth day of the trial, Norma testified in her own defence. What? What? I know. The judges crazy and the lawyers are crazy. Why are you get letting these children get up on the stand? Children like, are, are not doing? allowed to represent themselves. Right? They're not even allowed to vote. How can they? <laughs> how can they like represent themselves in a murder trial? And we she got know, up and she testified on the stand. And yeah. we know that Norma has de- developmental delay. Yes, does she even that's understand? Layer. Yeah. Like does she, she need? Uh, this girl needs to be protected. Yeah, man. And they're like, oh, up you get there, Norman, tell us your story. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. So, Norma denied any culpability in the actual murder of either child, but admitted under cross-examination to having known Mary's penchant for violence and her history of attacking children, Mm -hmm. and that the two had discussed attacking and killing small children of both genders. So mm-hmm. they were going to move on to girls, basically. Oh, they wanted like, to mm-hmm. try a girl. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Questioned by Rudolph Lyons as to whether Mary had demonstrated to her how children could be killed, Norma nodded. She then concluded that as Mary had begun to attack and strangle Brian, she had failed to alert a group of boys playing in the vicinity, stating that she had failed to do so as... She did not know what was going to happen in the first place. She had stopped hurting him for a bit. So Mm -hmm. that's Mary. She said Mary had stopped hurting him for a bit when the boys were near. Questioned as to her own role in the murder, Norma stated that she had never touched the child. So I think there's a bit of guilt going on because there was a group of boys and she could have alerted them. But she's sort of saying she didn't know what was going to happen. But but this was the second time. But yeah, you're right. I mean, she, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can really play that card a second time. That's, that's Mm. true. So following the conclusion of Norma's testimony on the 12th of December, Mary also testified in her own defense. So Mary's getting up there. Crazy old Mary. (laughs) So, (laughs) could you imagine these kids getting up? Oh my God. So, Wait, wait, wait for this. Wait for this. Her testimony lasted for almost four hours. What? Mm-hmm. Concluding on the 13th of December. The 13th of December, sorry. And was briefly adjourned on one occasion when she began crying in a policewoman's arms. She denied her co-defendant's accusations, so Norma's accusations, mm-hmm. insisting that although she had observed the body of Martin... She herself had never harmed the child and that she and Norma had later asked the boy's mother to view his body as the two were daring each other and did not want to be a chicken. So she's kind of saying we just find the body and then 
we were daring each other to kind of inform the mother. What? Which, again, doesn't make you look good. No. So Mary also conceded that she divulged to others about her knowledge of Martin's death uh, so that she could get Norma to be put away. Oh. So, uh, I don't know. She's just trying to put it all on Norma. So, questions with regards to the death of Brian. Uh, Mary claimed that Norma had been the individual who had strangled the child as she herself was just standing and looking. I couldn't move. It was as if some glue was pulling us down. Mary then alleged Norma had encouraged Brian to lie down as if he wanted some sweets. Oh my gosh. awful. Telling him... So this is Mary saying that Norma did all of this. So Mary saying, Norma told Brian, you've got to lie down for the lady to come with the sweets before proceeding to strangle him with her bare hands as she herself unsuccessfully attempted to prevent the attack. So so apparently Norma is the mastermind here and, mm-hmm. you know, Mary's trying to stop it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mary further stated she could determine the level of force Norma had exhibited because her fingertips and nails were going white, she said. Oof. And again, Mary conceded that she had failed to inform authorities of her knowledge of Norma's actions out of both fear and a misguided sense of loyalty. Oh. So, so creepy. Yeah. That Norma goes into detail. Sorry, that Mary is going into detail about Mm -hmm. how the fingertips and the nails go white. Yeah. Because she's looking at her own. Like, we know Mary did it. She's talking about what happened to her own hands. But there's something in that, in that level of, like, detail and description that makes me think there's something linked to perhaps what happened her... As, as a, a child, child when she was abused mm-hmm. there's something in that strangulation the fingertips that's a memory for her and she's yeah. playing it out and it's yeah. I think there's something in that um, yeah so Norma's mother then testified that several months prior to the murder of Brian she and her husband had discovered Mary attempting to strangle Norma's younger sister and that she only released her grip on the daughter's on their daughter's throat after sorry I should not laugh at this Why are you not after laughing? her husband had punched Mary in the shoulder what like, <laughs> imagine a full grown man having to do that <laughs> punching punch a, a kid. kid in the shoulder a little girl I thought you were going to say punch in the face like <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be can you imagine a full grown man like <laughs> there's something about it's still funny with the shoulder it's it just is so it's such a bizarre situation, situation yeah that that poor man had that to poor man do no that. no if you try to strangle my daughter oh yeah i, I will punch you in the shoulder i will punch you in the face <laughs> like i don't care the age okay yeah okay. i know I okay know. no 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 the thing is is that like mary's 11 i mean like that is old enough to know Murder yeah. is wrong. Like strangling yeah, someone. She's, she's is not wrong. just play fighting or playing yeah. around. She, and yeah. obviously, he didn't just like walk in and punch her. It was like Mary, stop it. That's Mary, let I, go. That's what I find funny about the situation is that yeah. like he would have been like, "Stop it, Mary. Mary, Mary stop it. Mary, stop yeah, it." And, and then it's like that realization: I'm going to have to punch this child. Yeah. Yeah. No. So bonkers. No. Fair fucks to him. He did what he had to do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So. 
a child psychiatrist named Ian Fraser then testified that Norma's mental age was eight years and ten months. So now we know. So she's thirteen, but mentally she's eight years and ten months. I know it's very precise, isn't it? Very precise. Uh huh. So although her capacity of knowing right from wrong was limited, she was capable of appreciating the criminality of the acts she was accused of committing. Of course, like a nine-year-old. Oh, would, yeah. would know the gravity as well. They know when they're being bad. Yeah. Yeah. So the defense for Mary, they used her, you know, her background, her sort of upbringing. Yeah. Her personality disorder. They used these in her defense. And they also used the example of the childish notes that she had left in the classroom that time when they broke into the nursery. Ugh. They used that, the notes, um, to kind mm-hmm. of highlight how... This was all sort of just, you know, for attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they weren't really understanding the gravity. You know, it was just children acting out uh-huh. on attention. Uh, Mary was supposed to be known as a bit of a show-off. You know, she wanted attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe, but that's not going to cut it. I don't know. I find that a very weak argument. I don't, I yeah. don't know. Okay, this is kind of... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. What? So Mary, so this is the conviction now. So Mary was cleared of murder. What? Yeah. But she was convicted of the manslaughter of both boys on the grounds of diminished responsibility. Does she have an intellectual disability? No, not that I believe. Okay personality disorder Mm -hmm. um rough upbringing Mm -hmm. all of that and then norma was acquitted of all charges and that's most likely because of her disability her intellectual disability yeah Um, and i would i would presume and that like you know they know it was mary who did all the things yeah Yeah. this is it then she was if if mary had not have been in the picture Norma would not have been getting up to this at all. I I don't think so. I agree. So upon hearing the jury's verdicts, Norma clapped her hands in excitement, which again just shows... She clapped her hands. That's such a a childlike thing to do, isn't it? Clapped her hands in excitement. Oh, God. She she does not seem to understand the the gravity. I don't think she does. I don't think she does. She... at eight years old, you, you thought you think maybe people would, but I don't know. I mean, it was a different time as well. I don't know. Uh, mm. So Mary burst into tears, um, and her mother and grandmother also wept. Um, so obviously horrific for both of them. Yeah. Um, so passing sentence, Judge Cusack described Belle as a dangerous individual, adding that she posed a very grave risk to other children and that steps must be taken to protect the public from her. Ooh. She was sentenced to be detained at Her Majesty's pleasure in an indefinite sentence of imprisonment. Wait, what? She got... An indefinite sentence of imprisonment. So she... I can't say that. Imprisonment. 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 <laughs> so, that's so funny. That she that's got funny. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big sentence for a little girl, <coughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's just kind of like, look, we're going to monitor you, and we're going to uh-huh. see 
kind of. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's pretty scary. That's so be like, yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. So Mary was initially detained in a Dramand home. What does that mean? Dramand? Must be the place. It must be a place. Apologies for that. So Belle was initially detained in a home before being transferred to a young offenders institution where she was the only female among approximately 24 inmates. And we're going to get really sad and really dark again. (gasps) Mary would later claim to have been sexually abused by both a member of staff and several inmates while incarcerated at this facility. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Claiming that the sexual abuse began when she was just aged 13. So as soon as she was in there? Yeah, probably more or less. Yeah. Uh, In June 1976, Mary was transferred to Moor Court Open Prison, where she undertook a secretarial course. Mm -hmm. So it's called an open prison, okay? Oh, is that the um, ones where you can like come and go? I'm not. I'm not really sure. I kind of th- interpreted this as sort of a closed community type situation. Uh huh. Do you know all open, these little? I thought open prison was you can like go about like you have a job. Yeah, she has a job, but I mean, I don't know that she can just leave the premises. I think you can. An open prison. Yeah, they're not locked up in prison cells. But, I mean, can you go home to your mum and dad is the question, really, isn't it, that we want to know? I don't think know. so. I mean, I, you're you're bound to sleep on the premises. I think you're allowed to, like, go to work or go to uni and come back sort of thing. Prisoners are free to go out of the prison after first roll call and have to return before the allotted second roll call the jail does not confine them completely, but requires them to earn their living to support their families living with them inside the jail. What? Wait, what? Families can live in the jail? This is reminding me of back in ye olde days. This is where people were born inside prisons. Oh. And they obviously were able to like go out about their business and come back in. I don't know. I'm not very clear on this. This is weird. I I'm, I don't think we're going to find an answer for this anytime. Okay, so. yeah, like we're, we went off on a tangent. Yeah. Okay. Will I go? Will, will, will I just start that sentence again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that's probably boring for people, so they can look <laughs> it up themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody okay, tell so. us, tell us what is an open prison, and do you go to open prison? Ooh, yeah. In June 1976, Bell was transferred to Moor Court Open Prison, where she undertook a secretarial secretarial course. Fifteen months later, in September 1977, Mary again made national headlines when she and another inmate, Annette Priest, briefly escaped from this open prison. Oh my God, if I just had a read on to the next sentence, we could have had our answer as to what, uh, <laughs> what an open prison is. You already did the research. <sighs> so... Both escapees spent several days in the company of two young men in Blackpool. In the company. I love that phrase. So they visited amusements and they slept in various local hotels. Um, And while out and about, Mary used the alias Mary Robinson. I don't know. 
A bit close to her real name, like Mrs. Robinson. I know. I was thinking of that as well. <laughs> and then the two escapees parted company. Uh, Mary was arrested at the Derbyshire home of one of the men, Clive Shirtcliffe. Shirtcliffe, like such a fake. Name. That is, I, I swear <laughs> to God, it says Shirtcliffe. Shirtcliffe. It sounds like Heathcliffe. <laughs> so this arrest happened on the 13th of September um, and I, uh, by this stage Mary had dyed her hair blonde yes, so she so. was a brunette before uh, this was obviously an attempt to disguise her identity mm. and she was returned to custody that evening and the other lady was arrested in Leeds days later uh, Mary's penalty for escaping was a loss of prison privileges for 28 days. Not sure how great those privileges would have been, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, no, go... no apple for dessert. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'd say she was probably, like, worth it. Oh, yeah. She was um, playing games, staying in hotels with boys. Going to amusements. Oh, yeah. In June 1979, the Home Office announced their decision to transfer Mary to HM Prison. I cannot say the word prison. Why can't you say why can't you say prison? Prison. I I cannot prison. So they transferred Mary to HM Prison. Askham Grange. That is such a long name. HM Prison Askham Grange. (laughs) HM. Isn't doesn't HM stand for His Majesty's or Her Majesty's? Oh, Her Majesty's. Yeah, um, like her Her Majesty's prison. Askham. I might be pronouncing Askham wrong as well. This was an open category prison mm-hmm. in the village of Askham, Richard. In efforts to prepare Mary for her eventual release into society, mm-hmm. which was planned for the following year. So that's why she's been transferred to this location. This is going to prepare her to be released. Uh So beginning in November 1979, Mary worked again as a secretary and then as a waitress at a cafe in York Minster under supervision guidelines in effort to prepare her for eventual release. Mm -hmm. So Mary was released from this location at the age of 23 having served almost 11 and a half years in custody. She was granted anonymity, including a new name, allowing her to start a new life elsewhere in the country under an assumed identity. Upon her release, a spokesman is quoted as saying, Mary wishes to be given a chance to live a normal life and to be left alone. I want to be alone. (laughs) Um, Four years... Sorry, yeah. do you no. want to react to that? Because it's pretty. I mean, you probably knew though that she was released. Oh yeah, I, I know she was know released. Yeah. Um, but we. So how long was she in prison total? Eleven and a half years. That's a long time. You know. Yeah, I guess it's like nearly the same length of her life as when she went in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So half of her life has been in prison, and I'm sure she received a lot of therapy to deal with her own childhood trauma i would hope so and then you know as well of course of what she, what she did i mm-hmm. mean like is she still a psychopath or 
See, like, this I don't, is the thing. I don't know if you can cure that. But that's the thing. Yeah. Or, or do you just be a psychopath on your very best behavior? Yeah, you just try not wow. to offend. Four years later, after her release from custody, on the 25th of May, 1984, Mary gave birth to a daughter. And this would be her only child. Mm-hmm. Um, and her daughter actually knew nothing of her mother's past until 1998, when reporters discovered Mary's then current location in a resort town in southern England where where they had been living for approximately 18 months. Um, This media revelation forced Mary and her 14-year-old daughter to leave their home and be driven to a safe house by undercover officers. And then both the mother and daughter were later relocated to another part of the UK. Oh, that's... I feel bad for the daughter. Same. Mm. Could you imagine a 14? Oh, up we get. We have to leave. You know, you've got friends at that point. You're going to school. And your mom is a murderer? A child murderer? Like, Like, why are we leaving mom? I think at that point she had to tell her. That's obviously what happened. And 14 is so young to find out all this stuff about a parent. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit too young to find out about. Mary allegedly returned to her hometown uh, on several occasions in the years following her release. And she's actually alleged to have lived here for a time. Where? kind of bonkers. She actually went back to where it all happened. What? No, and bad idea. And lived there for a while. Bad idea. Such a bad idea. <laughs> Avoid know, at all costs. People can kind of recognise you after you grow up. Yeah. They can. Yeah. They can, you oh, know. yeah. The right to anonymity granted to Mary's daughter following her birth was originally only extended until she reached the age of 18. Uh However, on 21st of May 2003, Mary won a high court battle to have her own anonymity and that of her daughter's extended for life. Oh. And this order, mm -hmm, this order was approved by Dame Elizabeth Butler Sloss. What is up with these names? Come on, England. (laughs) Butler Sloss, my God! And this, sorry, this this person's a Dame, so she's probably done really great things. But that is quite the name. Uh, she was later updated. This, sorry, this uh, ruling was later updated to include Belle's granddaughter. Then, okay. So, I wonder if they're just going to keep that going forever and ever. Just to keep, yeah, like, the Bells when just do don't exist. When do you stop? I don't know. Um, so the order also prohibits the divulging of any aspects of their lives which may identify them. Uh, and in 1998, Mary collaborated. I didn't know about this. She collaborated with author, another hard name, Gita Serini, okay. to provide an account of her life. Mm-hmm. before and after her crimes for Serini's 1998 book called Cries Unheard, The Story of Mary Bell. Oh. And within this book, Bell details the abuse she suffered as a child at the hands of her sex worker mother mm. and several of her clients. Um, Mary's whereabouts are currently unknown and remain protected by the 2003 High Court Order According to Gita Sereni, the author, Mary does not claim she was wrongly convicted. 
but freely admits the abuse she suffered as a child is no excuse for her strangling mm-hmm. her two victims. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she was reformed. That yeah, yeah. that's the sense I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that she. Uh, well, she didn't write the book, but she provided details for the book. Yes. And that is, yeah, that is the end. Oh, So she's oh out dear. there. She's out there. She could be your neighbour. Not my neighbour. I don't think she's... <laughs> no, not your neighbour. No, she's in Hong Kong. Not your neighbour. Yeah, those poor, poor boys. It's awful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Child killers are the worst. And it was like, also like mutilated the children yeah as well. it was like the 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 darkness of it uh-huh. it wasn't just oh i don't know what i'm doing i had my hands on his throat for yeah. too long you know yeah. i was play play acting you know because uh-huh. kids can see violent movies that they probably shouldn't see and they, they might recreate it but they reenact it yeah well like because you were because you did say that there's speculation or it's known that her mom was a BDSM sex yeah, worker. Yeah, I'm not Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm because not sure. If and if she was exposed confirmed. to that, if Mary was exposed to that, you uh-huh. know, like, she would have seen and maybe, like, like people strangled her and she was told uh-huh. to strangle other people. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe she's seen yeah, it yeah, in... Yeah. It's possible she's seen it in porn. And it became very mm-hmm. normalized, and she tried to normalize it by doing it to mm, a child. You like you know, she wanted to be in control. You know, like yes, gain back I think power. so too. This is her wrath. She's unleashing yeah. her wrath upon because bigger people did it to her, so she That's wants what I to think do as well. it to somebody. That's what I think. She yeah. wants to be the bigger she person. Mean, yeah, those boys are so small, three yeah, and four years old. Yeah, I mean, tiny. Yeah, she wanted to be in control. Oh God! Oh, oh God! Don't have babies. That's <laughs> not the solution. Oh, just everybody go out and buy chihuahuas. <laughs> oh God! Like imagine if one, if your child was murdered in such a heinous way. Oh, Can you imagine? Yeah, and then imagine you never get over that that your ever, child in a million years. And then your child. Imagine if you had a child that was a murderer as well like what i know but see i'm not saying it's always the parents fault but in this case definitely she has a big 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 role uh-huh the mother of course you know yes yes these things don't don't these things are not normal thank yeah. god these don't yeah. usually happen yes thank god slana walia bye bye rate and review and subscribe and five stars <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. I eloquently put there. I always <laughs> it's just like you were running out of time. I, I always forget. Review, review, five star, subscribe. <laughs> well, that really does sum it up. Yeah. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.